2: today's podcast is sponsored by audible.com audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com business growth accelerate your business growth podcast is continuing to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to and uh, continues to gain recognition as a great resource for uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders of all types. And this is really because of the folks who join me, Uh, they have expertise in a particular area of business and they give of their time and their talent to spend some time with me having a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you so that you can get the answers you need and do better things in your business. Today is no exception. Uh, My guest today is Tim Bornholt. Tim co-founded the Jed Mahonis Group in 2010. He helps businesses strategize and design iOS and Android mobile applications to bring products and services directly to their customers. His past application work includes Quickly, which allows dental offices to hire qualified dentists, hygienists, and assistants, and great clips, an application for customers to check into salons. He's also a videographer and has had his work featured on Fox Business Channel, CNBC, and Bloomberg International. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tim.
3: Thanks, Dan. I'm really happy to be here.
2: I am thrilled to have you here. Um, I was telling you before we started um, airing that... This is a subject where, you know, we're talking about how to turn your business, uh, your idea into an app, and this is a subject I am fascinated with, um, I, I, I probably because I have absolutely no understanding of it, and yet, <laughs> <laughs> on some level, I know it's really valuable, so I, I want to dive right in.
3: Right on. I, I hope I'm not... Uh... It's a high bar, so I, yeah. <laughs> I hope I live up to the the oh, expectation I, here.
2: i you're going to be able to do this. Um, so, uh, how do I turn my idea into an app?
3: Well, that I mean, that's really the uh, the hundred million dollar question, right? Um, you know, there's it, it, there's there's so many ideas, there's so many businesses, there's so many things you can do with mobile apps, and I mean, apps have only really been around for ten years now. Um, so it's still really early days with how you can use this medium to accelerate your business growth. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, really, it, it depends on your idea. And, uh, you know, we have a process at the Jed Mahonis Group where we work with you to kind of strategize your idea and, and make sure that we're setting you on the right course. And then, uh, you know, it, it all comes down to designing it and developing it and testing it and sending it off into the world.
2: Okay, so if if well how do I want to ask this question Um, how does a company make sure that they should have an app that that it would be worth it that they would actually get something from it
1: well
3: yeah I mean I think the important thing to uh, keep in mind with apps is you know I think when the apps first came out people heard all these kinds of stories where people would put an app into the app store and overnight they made over a million dollars mm-hmm. um, and I think that that kind of uh, you know myth still persists today and uh, you know I like to say I'm, I'm fond of saying the gold rush is over <laughs> there's there's really uh, you know there's there's over a, a one and a half million apps on each platform iOS and Android individually so um, the odds of you just putting your app into the store and sitting back and raking in millions it, it's not gonna happen happen. So the only way to really make money on the app store now is to have sound strategy going into it. Um, and I, I'm really also fond of saying that you know an app, at the end of the day, is is really just a tool. I mean, you still, it, when it comes down to business, you still need to provide value somehow to your customer. And whether you use an app as a tool to deliver that value, um, that that's really up to you and, and how your business operates.
2: Okay, I love that. <clears throat> I think that is such a great point. So an app can, if I'm hearing you correctly, an app can enhance the service or product or, you know, whatever it is that you are providing to your clients. So it can add value to whatever your deliverable is. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I I think that's a key thing because I agree with you. I think people are thinking, well, I'll create an app and everyone will use the app and I'll sell it for 99 cents and a million people will get it. And, that's not really how they should be looking at it. They should be looking at it as um, a tool that is added on to what they're already doing.
3: Exactly, and I mean, there's, uh, I mean, if you look at the app store now, um, most apps are free. Uh, so even the yeah. the notion of putting your app in the store for any money is, uh, it, it's hilarious when people are just they they go into starbucks and they'll drop eight dollars on a drink without even thinking about it but then they they go on the app store and they break into a cold sweat when they see 99 cents uh as a price tag on an app it's just kind of it's it's hilarious to me (laughs) the psychology of that um so i mean there's really the, the two ways to think about making money with apps is either um you know providing value to your customers outwardly where the customers paying for your app or doing something to to get value out of it or um, another way that we've seen a lot of success is by using apps within your own internal organization as a way to you know it speed up your processes and save money so it's you know you, that, that's how anyone makes a profit in business right You either uh, save more money or uh you know earn more money so either way you yeah. you come about it, you can use apps to to really help yourself out there
2: that's interesting. I don't think I ever really thought very much about using apps internally to help streamline and and lower costs that that's really interesting Wow okay now I got to ask you the really big question <laughs> that I know everyone is curious about how much does an app cost to build
3: oh yeah that that is the big <laughs> question <laughs> um, you know uh, uh, the the app developer in me is always going to come back and say it depends ends. But I I think uh, one way that I like to help people understand, because what we do, at least at my company, is we do custom app development. And it's very, very similar to going out and building a house. So if it really depends, you know, if you ask me how much does a house cost, um, you know, you would right away see, you know, eight questions you would need to ask in order to really hone down, you know, how big of a house do you need? Where is the house going to be located? How many bedrooms does it need? Does it need to have all these advanced things in it, does it need to be in a good school district? All those kinds of things, you know, factor into how much does a house cost. With apps, it's it's very similar. I mean, we've we've built apps uh, for as cheap as five thousand dollars. We've built apps for as expensive as as two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. um, know, dollars. You can get all over the range uh, with depending on what kind of services you need. So, um, you know, I, I think it really comes down to again, how are you providing value either for yourself within your own business, or how are you providing value for your uh, customers? And then what kinds of features do you need to put into that app in order to justify the uh, expense to actually get that built out?
2: Okay. So, are are there, so I guess what part of what I'm hearing is apps aren't necessarily um, necessary for Every business, like every business, doesn't have to figure out how to get an app built.
3: Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I just like you know, not every business needs a wrecking ball. Um, you know, that's a very specific tool that is used in very specific industries. You know, <laughs> right. I think um, a lot of people think mobile apps and websites are synonymous. You know, I do think that every business needs a website. I, I think this day and age in 2019. It's pretty ridiculous if you're not even visible, you know, in Google. You're missing out uh, greatly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of mobile apps, I mean, no, they're, they are expensive to build. Um, not, you know, not everybody loves having apps. I, I think the last time I looked up this stat, there was, uh, I think, in an, in any given day, I think people use on average twelve apps on their phone, and this includes wow. things like the alarm clock, your text messaging app, your phone app, the internet browser. Uh, the Facebook app you know so like by the time you get and you look at all of the apps that people are using they're using a very small number of apps in any given day so in order for yourself to justify fitting in there again it all comes back to your your user your customer and and the value that you're providing to make sure that you know, what you're offering as a business makes sense in terms of, of a mobile app
2: yeah yeah it's that is such a huge point okay I'm gonna take a quick sponsor break um, and then I have some more questions Accelerate Your Business Perfect. Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Listen to, excuse me, uh, they have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash you get one free audiobook and a one month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are The Inside Track by Peter Sage and The Irresistible Clients Consultant's Guide to Winning Clients by David A. Fields. So visit Audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Tim Bornholt about turning your idea into an app. Okay, so we talked a a minute ago about using apps internally, and I'm wondering if you can provide us with an example or two of like what that would look like in a company.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Um, you know, again, these are are the kind of apps that I actually really love talking about and building because, um, you know, as somebody that's been doing computer development for over 20 years, I, my life and, and the way I kind of view the world is in terms of systems and in terms of kind of optimizing the the most efficient way to do a job. And so, um, you know, working with businesses is one of my favorite things to do is to, to figure out, you know, you're doing something that takes, you know, eight hours, why don't we turn it into something that takes eight minutes, and then, you know, you just, saved all that time. Uh, one company that we're working with right now, they do um, manufacturing and as part of their process, they have to take measurements of the end product and put them into, the way they do it right now is they, on a piece of paper, they take, they, they have 30 of the products and they sample 30 times uh, on those products and they take those measurements and they put it into an Excel spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet then crunches a whole bunch of data and then spits out this other form, which then they take that form turn it into a PDF. And then that form, they, their their boss. Now, right there, you probably all just fell asleep thinking about <laughs> how long and tedious, you know, that kind of a process is. And to me too, I'm just like, yeah. I, I'm just like, why, how, 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 and why? <laughs> so, um, you know, what we're doing with them is instead of having to one, write it down on a piece of paper and then transfer it into a computer, all of that stuff, we're turning it into a mobile app. So we're also even hooking up with a blue, Bluetooth caliper, um, which is what takes those measurements. So when they're going through, they don't even have to type anything into their phone. They hook up this Bluetooth instrument to their phone, take 30, you know, push a button 30 times, and then they hit submit and their thing is done. They have the report generated. It can be emailed or sent by Dropbox or whatever to their boss. And it just took, you know, that that process was taking them roughly, you know, an hour and a half to finish all of that. And we've got it whittled down now to however long it takes to just run through those tests, which is like, you know, five minutes. So those are the kinds of uh, efficiency gains that we really like to help find. And it's not, you know, it's not for every business, you kind of have to get to a certain size, but even with really small businesses, um, especially, you know, as another example, service-based businesses, we work with companies to figure out uh, when they're doing their quoting process, Um, we're working with another company that does steel manufacturing, and they have this process down uh, where, you know, to to be able to bid out a steel project, it takes takes hours and hours of going through and doing measurements and doing all these different things with uh with with uh, blueprints, right? So what they do instead with with the system that they've worked with and that we're optimizing is you can go in and just type in a couple of, of values and it turns this, you know, several day process into literally three hours of work to go through the whole sheet top to bottom. So just think about like things like that where you're spending all this time estimating. We can work with you to figure out out, how do you take those long processes and automate things and shift things around so that you're not having to manually crunch numbers and, and do all this guessing? It's, it's repeatable and uh, systemic.
2: That is awesome. It's really incredible. I mean, the amount of time and money that saves, as well as um, probably decreasing the stakes, because it's you know automated as opposed to um, by hand doing something that that's incredible
3: yeah it, it's just fascinating like when you can yeah. kind of realize and, and it's it's almost kind of a bug once you start realizing uh, you know I, I really like starting small when you're doing something like this just find one process that's annoying in your business and as soon as you turn it into an app and you just that one process um, you know you get like I said you kind of get the bug and you start you know make another small add to the app to fix another thing. and It just kind of grows and you see over time how much time you're saving by using the software as opposed to having, you know, actual people going out and doing all this work and spending all this labor <laughs>
2: and getting things right. done. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, is there, if someone was thinking about starting a business and they were thinking that there should be an app, Uh, component to it, uh, does it make sense for them to first start the business and get it going and then work on an app? Or if they really feel like it's an integral part, should they do both at the beginning? Like, you know, what's your thought on that? Or does it matter? I
3: think, I mean, it doesn't, it does matter, I guess, in the sense of uh, if you're, business is really based around a mobile app um, or any kind of technology, you kind of need to know you have to go in eyes wide open knowing costs and everything before you go down the route of, you know, getting customers and all that. So, um, you know, we have one, one business you mentioned in the intro that we work with quickly um, they do dental staffing on demand. So they have like a network of um, dental hygienists that have the app installed on their phone and then offices when they need to have a, a temporary uh, hygienist come in and fill in for the day, they post a job and then all the hygienists that um, match the criteria for the job get notified and someone takes the job and they show up clock in and out and and uh and they're done well the reason that that app came about was because the founders they have family members that are hygienists that do this temp work and the way that it was happening before was you would again like they uh, an office would need a hygienist so they would call down this list of people i literally get on the phone and call 30 people until somebody answered and then they would go in and then the hygienist would take a piece of paper, fill out the paper, mail it in, mind you, not even take a picture of it and text it to somebody, but you have to mail in a piece of paper. And then like a couple of weeks later, they process the time cards manually and then mail out a check. And so the idea of having an app like facilitate all of this for them, um, obviously, I think that's pretty integral to the whole whole company. So we worked with them right from day one, basically, to help figure out what are these process is going to look like and, and help everything uh, from, from the tech side. So I would say if you're considering going down the path of having an app be kind of the centerpiece of your, your company's strategy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that it would, it really does pay to have somebody technical help you guide those decisions uh, yeah. from, from as early as possible.
2: Okay. That's great. Thank you. So what do you see um, like rookie mistakes people make when they're starting to build a mobile app?
3: Yeah, I think um, you know, probably the the biggest mistake that people make, again, is uh, thinking that they need to have an app uh, with just kind of for the vain re- reason of we need an app. You know, I, I think uh, people miss, uh, they, they kind of underestimate how much it's going to cost uh, in the long run. So um, that's, that's one of the big mistakes. Another really big mistake that I see is um, people think, Think that uh, advertising inside apps is this kind of panacea that's going to uh, solve all of your problems with 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 the revenue side of things. Um, the the return on ad revenue in mobile apps is uh, ridiculously low. Uh, if you want to see any kind of like you know like let's say you just want to even make like a million dollars off of your app, um, you would need to get hundreds of millions of users using your app in order to. See the uh, returns uh, like that through, yeah. the, through the traditional sources. So, um, you know, I think that's one big mistake is kind of having the idea for the app and not thinking through the the possible revenue models, um, and and especially thinking that advertising is going to be the the catch all to solve that problem. Um, that's yeah. another really big rookie mistake that I see.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, and if. Uh, so if, if if someone has a relatively small business and they think they want to have an app, you know, there's those sites out there where you can build your own app and it sort of lives on, you know, whatever, I'm not quite sure how they work. Do you think that is a good avenue for someone who, um, you know, has a really small budget and doesn't necessarily need something? Or would you advise a, that it's better not to have an app at all because of the uh,
3: quality? I would say uh, it, it depends on what kind of app you're looking to, to go after. Okay. If you're talking about something that's customer facing yeah. um, and, and a tool that's going to help you build, build a brand th- through it, um, you know, yeah, you don't want to put something low quality in front of your customers because I think they'll be pretty unforgiving, <laughs> you know, and, and people can spot, um, you know, a, a, a less than quality mobile app, uh, as opposed to something that's been well considered and designed and, and tested and everything. Um, but I think in terms of if we're talking about for your small business, if you're looking at building an app to help with your processes and help kind of get you going down the right path of, of automating things, um, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of good tools out there that can help you uh, just getting started. I mean, even just as simple as uh, a, a pen and paper to st- and figure out what your repeatable process is going to be and then moving that into say a google sheet or something like that where it's it's nothing high tech it's just a a shared spreadsheet and then you as you grow you know you run into the limitations obviously the limitation of pen and paper is it's not uh, accessible by everybody at any given point so then you move to the cloud and then when you're in this google sheet you know you start to see well we can't really do uh you know x y and z features so then you move to the next thing and i think that uh, as you're a small business with, with uh, you know, budgets, obviously a huge concern and cash flow and everything. Um, I think taking those early steps with uh, more rudimentary technology uh, to, to really hone your process down. And then when you're ready, and you you kind of have reached those limits of what those kind of uh, basic tools will do for you, that's when you can come and talk to somebody like us, where we can see what your process is now, and then help you devise a way to, to make get more custom and and fit exactly the kind of process that you've come up for yourself.
2: Yeah, that makes a ton of sense, thank you. And then how does someone get their app into the App Store? I hear it's really hard with Apple. (laughs) <laughs> you
3: heard correct. Um, so they both Apple and Google have uh, review processes. And when you work with you know somebody like us or any developer, like it, it's unlikely that you, as the product owner, that's not actually in the code, are going to be the one that's sending apps to the App Store or the Play Store. Your, your developer is probably going to help you with that. But um, when you're talking about Google, uh, their process is almost fully automated. Um, and your app starts showing up in the store within hours, uh, you know, and, and, and going throughout the world. It, it takes some time. Um, when you're talking about Apple though, um, you know, they're a little more careful about what they allow onto their platform. And, and I think, uh, you know, you can weigh the pros and cons, but for better or worse, uh, it, they, they do do a much more thorough human involved review of the app. So, um, what happens is, especially on your first couple of submissions, um, they'll actually have people go through your app and play with it and test it out and make sure that there's one that it's not, you know, spyware or porn or anything like, you know, crazy like that. Um, and then they check to make sure that uh, it provides value, that it doesn't just crash and and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they also, you know, Apple has some uh, um, weird bugaboos too about what they allow in and out of the store. And and I mean, we've had our, our apps, we get rejected all the time from Apple. And, and what the rejection looks like is they send you a note and say, you know, we found this and this issue with it. Can you either give us more information or can you remove that feature or can you add, add something else in? And that's the kind of stuff where, uh, sure. you know, working with a team that's, we've, we've submitted hundreds of apps now to the store. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we have a good idea of, if you give us an idea of what you want to show in your app, we can tell you, well, Well, you know, Google is like almost the Wild West, (laughs) basically, you know, like, you'll get in, that's fine. Uh, But Apple, you know, you might want to consider adding in, if you're going to do this feature, you have to also do this feature, or, Uh um, you know, maybe that's not going to happen on Apple. So just focus on Google or, you know, however you want to approach
2: it. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it is crazy. (laughs) It is. It is. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, I really appreciate this information. See, I knew this was, I I feel so much better educated now. It it is, so therefore, I'm imagining the listeners do as well. Um, So, speaking of them, will you tell them, you know, how they can find you and what you've got going on these days?
3: Yeah. Um, if you're looking to have an app built for your business, um, definitely reach out to us at the Jed Mahonis group, uh, jedmahonisgroup.com. Um And if you're interested in this topic, more of just kind of the ins and outs of app development, we do have a podcast um, called Constant Variables. And that's at constantvariables.co. And uh, we're right now in the middle of a, a mini series going through the entire app development lifecycle. So if you're interested in how you take an idea from the idea to an actual app, um, we have kind of a small series of episodes that we're in the middle of uh, releasing right now. So um, definitely check us out in either of those places and I'm, I'm happy to answer any questions anybody has about this stuff.
2: That's so great. Thank you so much for uh, sharing all of that. And thanks for um, telling us about that, that series. I know a couple people who I think will be interested in listening to that. So outside of... Just Fantastic. The yeah, yeah. So thank <laughs> you for spending the time and uh, I'd like to thank the listeners and our sponsor. Uh, if you would like to get a free trial of Audible.com and a free audiobook, when you um, do that, go to audibletrial.com/businessgrowth to sign up. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.